the tale, the tale of a fateful trip. What? Fateful trip. That's it. Fateful trip. Jesus. See? You threw me off, man. I had it. You threw me off. <laughs> I was going to rock out Gilligan's Island and you just oh messed it all up. Have you got your coffee? <laughs> oh, I so have my coffee, and I so wish it had something else in it. <laughs> oh, sorry for doing that to you and to everyone else. Oh, I cannot believe you did that. You are... <laughs> yes, you can. Well, you can't be surprised. The day after Eddie Van Halen dies, and then you do that. Well, you could have been butchering a Van Halen song instead of the Gilligan's Island thing. <laughs> Theme tune? That's not the word. Theme song. I haven't had enough of this stuff. <laughs> oh I'm so my god! <laughs> Which is probably why I just did that. So I'm I'm assuming then that you you consider my rendition of the Gilligan's Island song. It was it was butchery. Well, I thought I was gonna rock it out and be all Van Haleny with it. And no, no. Look, I'm not no. saying that you. <laughs> Just shouldn't take it to karaoke. But I But if you did, I'd like a video. (laughs) What if all the people whose ears explode and the blood comes out? Everyone just clearing out. Or falling over dead because I burst their eardrums. (laughs) It could be worse. It could be my version of Jolene. (laughs) Yeah, you got that. Yeah. (laughs) Or the Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, there is one way to clear a room. I don't know. I kind of liked your Eye of the Tiger. That was really impressive. I was enthusiastic. You were enthusiastic, yes. You did put some some feeling into that one. (laughs) I was really feeling it. You you were. You really were. I was the tiger. (laughs) You were. And I had eyes. Yes. (laughs) And you were rising to the challenge of your rivals. Don't make me do it. You know that it's going on in my come head on, right now. Come on, let it out. No. Let no. it out. Come no. On. Come on. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> no. Oh, did you, did, you, did you get the suggestion that, that we... I did, that it, we make this into a drinking game. Where every time one of us drops an F-bomb, and, and I'm assuming Two it's, things that I want to know. Does your saying fornication count? count. That's true. It needs, I think need that to be it clarified. needs to be a sip if you say fornication. Right. Yeah, I think that's true, yes. Yeah, and just down your drink every time we yeah. say fuck. Yeah, because it's a wholesome sort of thing, so you just sip it. Yeah. Right, yeah. With your pinky out. Right, absolutely, um, yes. But I am down with people taking that as a drinking game, but just, like... But they need to drink, not a... No, we can't do if that. If you want to die, maybe, yeah. of alcohol, alcohol poisoning... Poison. Could happen. <laughs> I don't know if anyone has ever counted how many times we say fuck per oh, hour I'm but it is pretty sure that there's at least one person who has counted it up and has a running tally and probably <laughs> yeah just saying <laughs> the, the calculator numbers Your are mother's running out <laughs> just covertly listening to this oh counting all the ways we've let her down oh no <laughs> it, that was just before she had her 14th stroke <laughs> i mean god could you imagine if she ever got... Oh, oh Jesus. Jesus. Oh, no, 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 She no. would be so embarrassed. Oh, and, and she would be more than willing to tell us how embarrassed. When I told her that we were going to start this... Oh, darling. She said, I'm sure that if I ever listened to it, I would be very embarrassed to know you two. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, pretty sure you would. Yes. Yeah, don't, don't try that. Yeah. <laughs> Do not try this at home. 
<laughs> it's not like we haven't given you golden opportunities. Well, I haven't given you golden opportunities over the years to be embarrassed. So <laughs> I was going to say. I, I know, not you. You're the golden child. I know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> moving on. Okay, moving <laughs> right along. Swiftly, even. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling out all the vocab words today, aren't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Quill pen and all. Quill. <laughs> you know, your feather pen. Yeah, that one. God. Um, oh. Oh, dear God. Um, anyway, what are we talking about, Joycey? We've got ghosty ships today. Ooh. Ooh. I keep waiting for Scooby and Shaggy and the gang to come rolling up to visit yeah. the ghost ship. James and I actually had a conversation this morning about whether our child is old enough for me to put on Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Mm-hmm. But he finds it really scary. He yeah, finds Scooby-Doo scary in general. But this is the same person who thinks Nightmare Before Christmas is great, fun, cool, and listens to the Oogie Boogie Boogie, whatever the hell Oogie that, Boogie that, song. That yeah, that's his fave. Actually, no, no, no. He likes the beginning song. Now, this is Halloween song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. This kid will watch The Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. and be fine, but you put on Scooby-Doo and he's fucking terrified. I, I don't understand it. I, I'm like, I, do you not... See I, what this is about. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, no, I do not get that. But no, I, I vote Scooby on Zombie Island. Yes, I'm gonna try it. I mean, what? I mean, what could go wrong, right? Exactly. I mean, have the big dog Stella hang with him, and you know, <laughs> let her be his guard dog like while Stella. he watches that big, scary Great Dane. You know, I don't think it's the dog that scares him, Mother. <laughs> I don't know. You said Scooby generally, so I don't know. <laughs> He likes Scooby snacks. I think it's Old Man Crothers in the mask that's the frightening well, okay, part of right, this that equation. That scares me too. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's I'm, always some old white guy. I am, and I am honestly, not a, they are the scariest monsters I out there. I am not a fan of the Old Man Crothers. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, he, he, no, something about him. <laughs> Everything about him, <laughs> pretty much, just it all, just all of it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, are you are you going to share your information first? Because <laughs> mine is loopy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> mine is mine is bad real light on story and real light on facts. Well, mine is mine starts out with a bad decision from word jump, and it just gets even more badder as it goes. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'll start us off. Okay. So this one may be only a tiny bit based in fact, or it's completely true. <laughs> As always, I'm choosing, <laughs> say it with me, what's behind door, door number, number two. two. I know. I don't so, know why, but I know. Yeah, because I always want to choose that one. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> for today, this is totally fact. <laughs> with a big wink. And a nudge. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Uh, I do have some doubts, though. <laughs> I have reservations about this. Okay. <laughs> um, it's also... Like, almost timely, because our story starts on October 11th Ooh of 1775, um, which is actually not right, because that's kind of when it ends, but it's where we are starting. Okay. So... We're beginning at the end. Okay. A very good place to end. Don't break into it. Just <laughs> no. don't do it. <laughs> so, October 11th, 1775, which was a Wednesday, by the way. Okay. Really trying to pad out my story here. Okay. Um, started as usual for the crew of the whaling ship, the Herald. 
As they worked the icy seas off the coast of Greenland, the crew noticed a three-masted schooner. Oh, you gotta be the, shitting me. Is yours a three-masted schooner yeah. as well? Did you also have to Google what a schooner is? Like, uh, what type of ship it is? I knew it was a ship. You know, who, you know who I live with, right? Oh, he would have told you yeah, straight you. away. Yes, so, yeah, no, I didn't Boatman. I did not have to Google machine oh. that. I have my own I Google Googled machine. I Googled what qualifies as a schooner. Okay, good. I, I was going to add it into this, but it was a lot of writing, and yes, I didn't and, understand any of it. And, and anyone who really wants to know that badly. <laughs> Probably already not. Yeah, exactly. There it's a big it. ship. It's a real big, big ship. ship. Yeah, with, with, That's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah. With sails. Big ass boat. Big ass boat with sails. Three of them. Three, <laughs> yes. At least three, At least actually. Three. <laughs> three masted, which means it has three right. big poles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Forward, <laughs> aft, and center mast. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I know, you should, yeah, I know. I'm that not, look of incredulity is a little much. I kind much. of want to call Dad and be like, <laughs> is, is she right? right? <laughs> I don't know if it is. If you know, can you email us? <laughs> and yeah, that happened pod at gmail.com, thanks. <laughs> Address it to Joyce with the subject correction. <laughs> For the 900th time. <laughs> um, oh. So, the three-masted schooner that they noticed was the Octavius, just aimlessly drifting. The sails were tattered, and the ship was obviously, even from a distance, weather-beaten. Okay. She doesn't bode well. No, this is, this is, yeah. Not a good sign. Yeah, don't, don't, don't board it. Um, <laughs> oh, the Herald approached the Octavius and attempts were made for communication. I guess they tried to hail it. Is that what it's called when you try to like be like, hey, what up? Yeah, Call I think me. that, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I don't know what they expected though, because it was quite obviously in bad shape. Uh, maybe they thought the damage was recent. Maybe they thought the crew might need help. Okay. Who knows? Um, there are no first-hand accounts, so it's impossible <laughs> oh, to know. God. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, when no contact was returned, mm -hmm. the captain of the Herald, Aiden. nameless, name. there's no name ever mentioned just, anywhere, and I tried to find a just, name for this guy. So we're going to call him Captain Crunch. Okay. Ordered a boarding party to search the Octavius. You never board something that looks like it might be haunted. Did the movie Ghost Ship not, not teach, teach you anything? anything. Was, was that the one with Carl Urban? I don't know. He is so hot. Okay, don't sidetrack. Keep going. Okay. No. Okay. I want to know what happened to these poor idiots that decided that it was a good idea. When the boarding party did exactly what the name suggests mm -hmm. and boarded the ship, they found the deck deserted. But this wasn't a quitting party. No, oh, no. It was a boarding party. So, the search continued. Okay. <laughs> the party went below deck. There's uh. a joke in there somewhere. Oh, yes, I'm sure there and is. And what they found really just kind of ramps up the creep factor in this. Um, the Octavius's entire crew of 28 was down there. Okay. Every one of them was dead. And they were frozen. <laughs> and frozen in time. <laughs> I expected an Elsa joke from you. Oh, no, I no, expected no. I, better, mother. I know, but uh, you're just going to have to let it go. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> anyway, they were frozen. And all of them were perfectly preserved. And they were all in their quarters. Uh -huh. Calm as fuck, frozen. 
drink. Okay. <laughs> when, when the party from the Herald reached the captain's cabin, they entered the silent, cold cabin to find him sitting at his desk, pen in hand and blog book in front of him. Was it a quill pen? <laughs> it probably was a quill. <laughs> Nobody understands why this is so funny. I was trying to send a message before, and it was taking fucking forever. And my mother goes, oh, I thought technology was supposed to make things faster. And what was my response, mother? Oh, what was it that, that like, I could, like, I could write write this message with first with, I told you to go fornicate yourself yeah this is true but then <laughs> then you said something about me writing that message with my feather pen and, and my inkwell. inkwell and I was like you mean with my quill I don't word <laughs> which is why we have a verbal wordy medium <laughs> right yeah because why not <laughs> it's it's really, I'm doing everyone else a favor here by yeah. making them feel better about themselves. That you, that you. And their ability to articulate. To word. With <laughs> agility. Don't do it. Okay. Um, so, so. So, let me find where I am about his feather pen. <laughs> oh, so. He was not, however, writing in his gratitude journal. <laughs> the captain, like every other member of the Octavius's crew was dead and frozen, <laughs> frozen in place. solid? The captain apparently froze to death mid-log entry. Yeah, just frozen solid. Like, take a hammer to him, his arm will fall off. Um, the date on his entry was for some unknown date in 1762. A full 13 years earlier. Okie dokie. Um, behind him, on a bunk... This is the sad part. Were the bodies of a woman and a young boy wrapped in a blanket. Uh, um, every account says that every single body on the ship was so well preserved that they look like wax models. But, like... Okay, I, look, I... I, I you googled this, oh, and... Of course you did. <laughs> wax work was not super common back then. Like, it was mainly used for anatomical purposes for, like, medical students right, and shit. yeah. Um, and the first wax museum didn't even open until well into the 1800s. So I have doubts that the crew relayed that particular wording. Yeah, no. But it comes up in every story. They looked like wax figures. Like, fuck off. They didn't know what wax figures looked like. No, they just would have They looked, looked like icy people. They look, yeah, they, they looked like, what was it, White Walkers or something? Yeah. Yeah. This is some Game of Thrones Game of shit. Thrones shit. Yes, thank you. That's I couldn't think of the Which, name of the show. Which, if you're gonna have God. some shit, it's the best shit. Sorry, I'm just gonna top up my coffee. But only if you get Jon Snow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, if you don't get Jon Snow, then it's not that good. Or um, what's the hot one? O he Oberon. Was the hot no, one. no, no, no. The <laughs> one that got his eyes pushed out by the mountain. Um, was it Oberon Tyrell? No, not a Tyrell. Um. I oh god anyway it doesn't yeah. matter yep the other hot one yeah um apologies to anyone who's not up to that part of game of thrones <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert, alert. <laughs> oopsies but also it's been forever if you're not up to there then well, you what the fuck have you been doing with your life you didn't drink <laughs> <laughs> you probably need to do a blanket disclaimer for spoiler alerts on, on everything yeah <laughs> 
if you don't want to know what happened to Harry Potter, maybe skip. <laughs> God. So, all right. So they did they did they tow this ship in somewhere, or well, did they just leave it sit there? Or you know that sailors are like a superstitious bunch, so they were a bit concerned that it might be cursed or haunted or something. So they noped the fuck out. Right. They just left it to drift. Just left it sitting there drifting. Just hanging out in the sea by Greenland. Okay, but did they, when they got back to their home port, I'm assuming they didn't carry the curse with them, right? No, no, no. Not that I know of. Okay. But who knows, because the Herald's never mentioned in anything ever again. Ah, that's what I was wondering. Do we have yet another (laughs) vessel floating around out there that... Oh, it was a curse contagion. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so anyway, they, they got out mm-hmm. ASAP, um, leaving it to drift. There are stories that say that they tried to take the logbook, mm-hmm. but that somehow, because it was frozen and then reconstituted, because <laughs> that's what it was, reconstituted, no, re-unfrozen. <laughs> um, also a word. Thought. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> anyway that um the middle bits slipped out so they only had the first pages and the last pages uh, this whole thing is real fishy to me this is very dodgy dear like mm, i don't believe it i mean i'm, I'm i i want to go with door number two but this shit's made up but it's my, fine yeah, it's fine but yeah Um, So (laughs) they just left Mm -hmm. and the ship was never seen again. um, So that's the only sighting of the, of the Octavia, was it Octavius? So the guys from the Herald were the only ones who ever saw it? Yeah. Actually? Supposedly, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the final sighting. Hmm. Um, So it's all well and good to believe what's behind door number two like i said but the details on this one are super scarce mm-hmm. there's no first-hand accounts mm-hmm. um every single source has exactly the same story mm-hmm. there's no differences almost there's like no one names. guy like one guy wrote it and it's then... almost like one person told this story and then just and let, let it go, it go. <laughs> right, there we go Elsa. yeah um, want to build a snowman but uh. there's no names attached to this you can't find much else about it huh. but the one thing that is probably but possibly not actually true about this story mm-hmm. is that in 1761 a ship called the Octavius did depart from London laden with cargo that was destined for China okay. and a crew of 28 members okay. and the captain's wife and young child who was a boy okay well so, in 1762, they did arrive safely in China and unloaded their cargo. The story goes that they then departed, leaving to go back to London, but as it was unseasonably hot, the captain apparently decided to attempt the previously undone, never done before, um, and thought he might sail home via the Northwest Passage. Right, go through the Bering Sea. Oh, great. Um, which would sail them from China, past Russia, through Sarah Palin's backyard, yep. around Alaska, over Canada, through all those little islandy bits, and spit oh. them out somewhere around Greenland. Go through the Aleutians and come down. Oh, that's smart. Um, the theory here is that they got stuck in pack ice and... Everyone perished there. 
which right. is why they were frozen. Okay. Well, I mean, and it's the Arctic, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's way up into the Arctic. Yeah. So I mean, I, okay. Th these bits are believable. Like this tracks, right? right. Like okay. they could have tried that. Nobody else had previously right. made it through the Northwest Passage. And, I think it was theorized, but yeah. who the fuck knows if it's real and, type of thing? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know why this guy with a coal crew and his, and wife, his and wife and child would try this. But eh, who knows? Crazy. Man. The irony here that is that it's possible if this is true mm -hmm. that Captain Crunch and the Octavius were the first to cross the Northwest Passage. Just so he could have gone not down alive, and, but as a ghost ship. Yeah, he could go down in the history books as the first ghost to make it across the Northwest Passage. Yep. Yay! Well, you know that's one way of getting your fifteen minutes, I suppose. <laughs> Right. Wow. Um, the last known and recorded position of the Octavius was 250 miles north of Barrow, Alaska, which is now known as, I really hope I get this right. I did a lot of YouTubing on the name yeah. of this because I don't want to fuck it up. And I didn't even want to attempt it. Yes. Um, Utkavik. Okay. Utkavik or Utkavik? It's, um... One of the most northern communities in the world, definitely in like the Americas, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and it is right at the tippy top of Alaska. Hmm. Um, the Northwest Passage, just FYI, was not successfully navigated until Roald Amundsen, mm -hmm. a Norwegian man, did it on a journey that lasted from 1903 to 1906. Mm -hmm. um, this guy wasn't even like attempting the Northwest Passage. He was trying to find the magnetic North Pole because it had moved. <laughs> yeah. And clearly he was obviously also searching for Santa's workshop. Uh, yeah. He also wanted a pony. <laughs> it probably worked out for him. He never found the magnetic North Pole. But I bet he got a pony. I don't know, but I never did. Well, so you find the magnetic North Pole, we'll talk. The Till end. <laughs> nobody lived happily ever after. <laughs> they all died. They were icy. It's all and over. And nobody got a <laughs> goddamn pony. No ponies. That's sad. Horribly sad. Sad. <laughs> Your door number two sucks, man. <laughs> Look, my door number twos are usually a real downer. Anyway, yes. <laughs> they're usually full of murder. <laughs> yeah. Ghosts. Yeah. And other crimes. And creepy so things. really, this is the best door number two you've had from me, and this probably the best one you're gonna get. Yeah, that's just true. This is this is far less creepy than some of your other door number twos. You're My right. door number twos are really... Our definite door number twos, as in their shit. Yeah. <laughs> or full up. <laughs> well, my... No, yours are normally full of shit. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> Mine are just gonna bring the vibes right down. <laughs> this is true. Oh, my God. So do you want to tell us about Gilligan? Oh, yes. So sit back, back down. <laughs> There you go. See? You can do it. No, I got the words wrong again. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm going to have to if you just give you a post-it note with them. Mm. Oh. Could you please? I would. Okay. Okay. So mine starts out in the best way possible. It starts out on Friday the 13th of February. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Amazing. So you sit right back and you'll hear the tale, the tale of a fateful trip. That's the way it starts. There we go. Oh, God. <laughs> 
this this starts with the wedding of Captain Simon Reed. At least you have names. Now, some people say his his surname was Peel, P E E L. But okay. that it's depending on whose version you read of this and all of that. Uh, anyway, so Captain Simon and a lady named Annetta. That's a pretty name. Yes. So they had gotten married, and the captain had arranged a honeymoon cruise. No, don't to, go on cruises. <laughs> to Oporto, Portugal, as a gift for his new bride. He clearly does not know anything about the cruise industry. <laughs> Aboard the three-masted schooner. Can't <laughs> 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 you not? You can't make this shit up. <laughs> but I love... Not called the Octavius, right? Lady Lovey Bond. <laughs> Lady Lovey Bond. <laughs> Insert insulin here. Uh... <laughs> We're honeymooning aboard the Lady Lovey Bond. Okay, but... N- in bonds of love. It, well, and, and the... Uh, uh, what's her, was her name? Uh, Thurston Howell's wife. Oh, shit. Her name was Lovey, wasn't it? He always called her Lovey. <laughs> yes. Dear Lovey. Yes, that was the, then that Th- was that the voice. That was the voice, right? Excellent. Yeah, I yes. did a really good Thurston Howell. You do. I always wanted to be Marianne, <laughs> but it turns out I'm Thurston Howell. Thurston Howell, yes. Oh, my God. So they're <laughs> aboard the schooner Lovey Bond <laughs> with his best man, John Rivers, as first mate. Who the fuck takes their best man on honeymoon? And the rest of the wedding party as guests. No. Females included. Now remember. Oh, you should never have a woman on a ship. 1748. That's the superstition. (laughs) Yep. It's probably what happened to old mate Captain Crunch as well. He brought his wife and they froze. Exactly. So It's all her fault. It was a firmly held belief at that point in time that women on board ships was a bad idea. But Simon. That's what the movie Pirates of the Caribbean taught me. Yes, well, Simon turns a blind eye to this bad idea. Um, (laughs) And to leaving on Friday the 13th. And, oh, did I mention that his best man at the wedding and his first mate, same person, by the way, on the ship with them, John Rivers, was also in love with his new wife, Lady Annetta. This is going to end well for everyone. And had wanted to marry her. Excellent. So, this is already primed to become a complete shit show. Or but a reality show. Could be. But, to add further to the litany of really bad decisions, Simon <clears throat> decides that he's going to head down the River Thames to the open sea and through the, going through the Straits of Dover. Okay. Where there's a geological phenomenon that is it's a 10 mile long um, sandbank known as the Goodwin Sands um, now the Goodwin Sands have believed are believed to have claimed at least 2,000 I think it's 2,000 not 20 yeah 2,000 wow if it had been 20,000 it would have been really bad 2,000 ships 2,000 is only mildly bad it's only mildly bad <laughs> I but, guess when you think about like the period of time we're talking, yeah, like that's actually not like. I mean, but considering, I mean, you know, you've already got the Octavius down. The the Herald's probably a ghosty ship now too, and you know, so <laughs> hey, you know, um, but so it may or may not in that two thousand count may or may not include the Lady Lovey Bond. We're just yeah. You know, oh, good. We're not so sure. It's yours. It possibly ran aground. It, well, no, it did run aground. It just may not still be there. Oh. <laughs> So back to the honeymoon cruise of okay. doom. <laughs> so 
clearly going well for all <laughs> oh, of all yes so all of the guests including the new mother-in-law <laughs> why would you do I that again litany of bad decisions this is the one phrase you need to take from this whole thing <laughs> so uh, the entire wedding party and the guests are all downstairs giving the to down in the the captain's quarters and they're they're giving toasts and everything's good big party until apparently john rivers loses his shit gee i wonder why <laughs> exactly and so he decides if he couldn't have anetta then nobody was going to oh my god sneaks up behind the helmsman cracks his skull with a belaying pin and a belaying pin <laughs> no clue what it not is. A right. I know. Not, not a quilt. Not a feather pen. Not a feather. No, not a feather pen. <laughs> Does just, he do some like red wedding shit and kill everyone? Well, eh. it's a big wooden, spindly looking thing that holds the the ropes. Um, that what do they call them? Sail. Good God, I wrote it down. My so father is screaming. I know at you he internally is. He's, as he, he, he listens he to this. It ah to secure the rigging lines. That's the word I was looking for. Rigging lines. So that, and that's a thing I definitely know what it is. Right. Sure. So that, but that's what a belaying pin is now. So I'm just okay. adding to your vocab here, dude. Cool. <laughs> so anyway, he rolls up behind the, the helmsman <laughs> with this belaying pin, cracks him over the skull, and then rolls the dead body over into the river. Oh my God! <laughs> grabs now. He grabs the wheel and just runs. Just steers the ship directly into Goodwin Sands. Oh, he's real smart. Oh, yeah. Well, you well, know. he clearly just didn't care. But, yeah, I mean, but apparently the party was going so well below decks that nobody noticed until it was too late <laughs> <laughs> that their course had changed. <laughs> so they were all trapped below deck and were sucked into the Goodwin Sands. Amazing. <laughs> John Rivers included. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, he went down with the ship, literally. Yeah. So when there was a court of inquiry about this, uh, the evidence came out that Rivers had sworn to get even with, with Reed, but the court still found that the wreck was was caused by, was a misadventure. That's, that's honest <laughs> to God. Death by misadventure. It was actually death by misadventure. That's my favorite cause of death. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, but so now to the ghosty part. Okay, cool. Uh, we're not sure who started the legend or, or really when it became folklore, but uh, it's every 50 years on the anniversary of the wreck, the ship would come back and sail off the Kent coast as a ghost ship. Now, again, it's kind of like yours. We don't know what Moron started this story, but somebody did. <laughs> and sure enough, okay. believe it or not, Ripley, 50 years later to the day, Captain James West, West Lake of the vessel Eldridge, and I had to write this down so I would not forget it, caught sight of a three-masted schooner bearing down on his ship. The oh. other ship veered past the Eldridge, and Westlake swore he heard the sounds of a party coming from the other ship's lower decks. <laughs> <laughs> he had a party in his pants. <laughs> his, his lower decks were lower, really... They were partying. <laughs> they were really... Um, Jump in that Yeah, room. buddy. So Westlake reports the encounter to the ship's owners and at that time finds out that there, the crew of a fishing vessel had seen the same schooner, only it, but after it had passed the Eldridge, I guess, it ran up onto Goodwin Sands and broke up. Broke to pieces, you know, was broken to pieces, I guess. Um, so 
when the crew of the fishing vessel went to try and rescue survivors as you know as you do being good fishermen from you know you, you want to go and try and save the survivors or you rescue don't the just survivors want to point and laugh right yeah we've, we've established here that's not cool we can't do that okay, okay. i'll write <laughs> it down next time please so when they got there they found nothing but sand and water <laughs> 50 Amazing. years later on 13 february 1848 fishermen in dill spotted in what dill uh, D like the pickle no dill d-e-a-l okay like big dill dill i don't know anyway they spotted the lovey bond dill. that too <laughs> So they spot the levy bond. They set out to rescue survivors and again get there, find nothing. Okay. 13 February 1898. Uh, people must have been waiting for it. And well, at this point, you'd be silly not to be. Right. So they're, they're all <laughs> hanging out on the shorelines, I guess, watching as the wreck repeated itself. Again, no wreckage to be found. Okay, so at this stage, uh -huh. you just point and laugh, right? <laughs> this is when pointing and laughing's okay, because we've established that, okay. yes, I mean, you're not going to find anything, point and laugh, belly laughs, well, Done. that's all good. Okay, cool. Okay, now, in 1948, <laughs> a Captain Bull Prestwick, and you just, you know, seriously. Bull Prestwick. <laughs> His parents really didn't like him. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, so he files a report of bumping into a ghost ship. That's <laughs> that what his report says. We bump into them. Honestly, he does. And it has a an eerie green glow. Oh, of course, because ghosts always glow green. Right. So Scooby-Doo taught us that. That's exactly right. So, Courtney, you know, you need to, to watch all of this, the Scooby-Doo's, so that you know what to look for. Yeah. If you see a green glow, you know. We do live on the coast, exactly. so we need to watch out for ships that glow green. There you go. And run away, run away, <laughs> run away. <laughs> <laughs> so it was due again in 1998, but apparently it chose not to show up. Now, I don't know if the green glow was it losing its magicness and it's not going to turn magicness. up again. Yeah. It's energy. It's that, yes. It's ghostly. Because there is that theory that when you see ghosts, mm -hmm. that they're just repeating things that happened in their life and that they, they've only, like, they can expend energy. This is what I learned from listening to the podcast, and that's why we drink. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently they expended. <laughs> they were expended. They, they were expendable, too. So that was 1998. It's okay. due again, 13 February 2048, so we have something to look forward to. Well, let's let's do it. Let's yeah, be I mean, there. Let's just plan for it, yeah. Oh, but... What's the nearest town? Can we get an Airbnb? I'll book it now. <laughs> well, it's we in, might I be mean, able to travel by then. Could go to the White Cliffs of Dover, and yeah, yeah, you know, it could happen. Oh my God! So I don't know. Uh, ghost ship? Do we call Scooby and the gang? I mean, I mean, look. I mean, it's it, it, there. I don't know if it, again, it's, this is a tourism situation. <laughs> I don't know. They're really playing the long game. Yeah, I mean exactly. You you know you're going to get some people here at least every fifty years. Yeah. Right. So you know, investment opportunities. <laughs> I don't know. But here's the the really weirdo thing about the the Goodwin Sands. Um, apparently, I mean they're like a quicksand situation, I assume. But apparently, during low tide. You can, or low water is what they called it, 
uh, in the article, you can actually go out onto it. And there was this one captain that in the summer of 1824 started an annual cricket match. On the sandbar. Yes. That gets, that was all the way up until 2003. But the thing is, cricket lasts forever. I know. So, <laughs> so you it couldn't may possibly been, get through a game. It may have been the same game. You know, true. You know, you could have started it in what 1824, and you might have finished by 2003. Yeah, seven day test match. It could have gone it's to so 2003. Boring. Yeah, I'm just it's so putting it out there. It's a possibility. <laughs> When, what, what time of year is this annual cricket match held? In the summer. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. we're going in February, so, so we're well, well safe. It. No, yeah. fuck off, no. Oh, you don't want to go and watch the little cricketer guys get their wickets Have stuck in the sand? Have you ever gone yeah. to a cricket game? No, no, I've, I've driven past them. Um, I went yeah. to one and On got... On purpose? Yeah, yeah, it was New Zealand and... I don't even know who else. Somebody else. You fell asleep. <laughs> no, I just got real drunk with my friends and didn't. Not a clue. Didn't see any of the game. Well, I don't think you missed much, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. I know I didn't miss much. I mean, it's it's like uh, American baseball on quaaludes. It's like. I mean, watching it's... paint dry, but. Not as exciting. Yeah, I've been told that, yes. Yeah. It's also confusing. Yeah, the overs and the thises and the, the wicketing and the, yeah, no. Sorry, I just fell asleep. Yeah, exactly. I put myself to sleep. That was <laughs> awful. Just about to start snoring at you. Yeah. Well, goody. <laughs> Something to live for. Yeah. So, anyway. Also, so, hope that nobody likes cricket. Well, if they do, I'm sure we'll hear about I'm it. I'm sure that we'll get an email. Yes. How could you not love cricket? It's so exciting. And American baseball. How could you not love it? Yeah, you're definitely going to get some complaints about that. Yeah, well, sorry. I've been forced to endure it. And, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> it's just not. You come for baseball? You mess with the wrong people. <laughs> Did I sound tough and scary? Oh, you did. You good. sounded very scary. Very, okay. very scary. Good. That was um, that was my goal. Oh, good. You did. You did well. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh, so anyway, yeah. So that that was my ghosty ship. Exciting. Which probably stands a better chance of being a real ghosty ship than yours. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I just like this one comes up anytime mm -hmm. that you like search for ghost mm -hmm. ships, but it's just so light on details. But I just loved that they were just frozen solid. Yeah, that's what conjures up some mental images that yeah no, ooh <laughs> that you don't really want. No, you really don't. I mean, I, I just no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. oh, all right. Have we enlightened people? Oh, so the lesson for the day. Do not go on a honeymoon cruise on that leaves on Friday the 13th with your entire wedding party. <laughs> yep. And, like, homies, if you're trying the Northwest Passage, stop and ask for directions. Seriously. That's probably the That's problem probably here. what happened. Yes, he wouldn't he stop and ask like, for directions. He was just like, no, I, I know where we're going. Yes. Yeah, well, he I was, don't need to pull over and ask. He was not Map Man. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Okay, so we've solved everybody's problems today. Sure. Yay. That's the world's that's, problems. That, that's it. Uh-huh. First world problems, man. Okay, oh, sure. God. <laughs> okay, so that's us. That is 
us. Yay! Um, I don't have my little piece of paper, I don't think. Holy mo- <laughs> You know we cannot do this without a cheat sheet, dude. If you like huh. us. Yay for sheet. Yes. Uh, you can find us on... Stitcher. Spotify. iTunes. Google Podcasts. Or Podbean. Uh, and please do rate and review and share and subscribe and all that other stuff. Um, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and keep sending in those suggestions. I mean, I think the drinking game idea was not. Let's a, make that, this happen. That was actually a good idea. Except, darling Helen, uh, you, you probably need to think through if we're going to count fornicate or not. We need to narn. Yeah, we we need some rules set up. So that's your mission for Otherwise, the Otherwise, I make up the rules. Yeah, no, no, Helen, no, no, please, no. You make up the rules, please. Please, please, someone set rules. Not and my I daughter. And I like to win. <laughs> Not my daughter, please. <laughs> real competitive. Yeah, can, I will make this a contact sport. Yeah, just help, help us. My assi- God, please, can I make this a contact sport? No, help a sister out. <laughs> No, somebody else okay. gets to make the rules. Anyway, if you have some rules for our drinking game, you can email us on yeah that happened pod at gmail dot com. Or if you want Game of Thrones spoilers, including about that guy with the mountain or the red <laughs> wedding, <laughs> you can also find us on Instagram at yeah that happened pod, Twitter at yth podcast, Facebook at yeah that happened. Yay! That's Yay. us. Ta-da. Um. Also, just go back to the start and listen to my mother singing again because no, that was amazing. <laughs> save yourself. Don't do it, please, dear God. Save yourself. <laughs> oh God! Well, thanks for listening to, to all, all the worthless, worthless shit we know. Bye. Bye. <laughs>